This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So the question is, why do we see so many alt-right and neo-Nazi accounts doing montages of pictures set to music? And there's a few different answers to these questions that we can touch on. First, it's a very easy way for them to evade content violations and bans. Most social media sites' initial content moderation is handled by an AI. And a lot of these AIs are not sophisticated enough to pick up a picture and music as a dog whistle. Especially when they use pictures that are historical, but not outwardly graphic. Templars, Crusaders, German military, Spartans, things like that. Pictures that they feel extrude masculinity and power without showing actual direct violence in grotesque content. Many AI moderation systems have trouble telling the difference between those historical dog whistle posts and actual historical posts. And that's why when you see a post with those more graphic and violent pictures mixed in, they try to sandwich them between two historical dog whistle posts, hoping that the AI will glance over it. The second reason is just for the sake of the dog whistle. If they know what they're looking for and what the dog whistle is, it gives them a way of finding each other's accounts. Either by random chance, you know, they're scrolling, they happen to see the dog whistle, and they think to themselves, this person is like-minded, so I should follow them. Or the more deliberate way of them doing searches. Like looking up a hashtag and then finding the content within that that contains the dog whistles. History hashtags are very popular hashtags, so they're able to create their dog whistle and bury it in very large hashtags, hoping that people who don't know what the dog whistle is just scroll on by. Say you are legitimately interested in Spartan and Viking historical posts, for example, and when you search those hashtags, you see a really poorly put together montage of photos with some weird music on it, more than likely you're just going to scroll. So the average person who doesn't know the dog whistle just thinks that this person doesn't know how to make content. The person who put up the montage is just learning how to make content, or they just threw something up because it's a social network, who cares? But the thing is, while you're scrolling, you may not follow that person, but you may just give them that pity like. And that pity like is what brings us to the number three reason why they do it. And that reason is recruitment into the alt-right. Because we like to think of the alt-right as dumb, we don't notice a lot of their recruitment techniques. We think to ourselves, why would anyone fall for that, and we brush it off. But in reality, the alt-right and neo-Nazis have perfected their recruitment techniques. And that perfection is why the alt-right pipeline exists. They know that social media uses algorithms based on what you interact with. And they know that if you interact with their content, even just watching the video to see what it is, that those social networks are going to push more of their style content to you. They know that if you give them that pity-like, thinking that they're just someone who's into history like you are, that the algorithm is going to show you more content like theirs. And if you follow them, thinking they're just someone into Spartan or World War II history, even better for them. Because now, you're fully on the digital pipeline. You followed them, you interacted with their content, the algorithm's going to push more to you. And that's why those little accounts that post the montages of pictures, look at their following versus follower account, and notice how similar they are. Because they're going to follow you back quickly. Because that does two things. First, it tells the algorithm that you were both mutually interested in each other's content. It puts you on their radar so they can interact with your content, hoping that it shows you more of their content. And two, 
it opens up the ability for them to communicate to you through direct messages. So as that algorithm is feeding you more of their content, they're watching your engagement with their content. Are you a person that's showing up in their notifications, liking or commenting on their stuff, thinking it's just history posts? They're reading your comments, and they're trying to figure out, do you understand the dog whistle, or are you on the fence? If they think you understand the dog whistle, they're going to test that through chat by sending you more dog whistles and seeing how you react. If they don't think you see the dog whistle, they're still going to try to chat with you and see if they can find an in. And over time, they're going to slowly expose you to more and more of their dog whistles and propaganda. They're going to work on finding your insecurities and your weaknesses and using that to tailor their propaganda and dog whistles specifically to you. And now that person is fully on the alt-right pipeline and it happened in such a way that they never knew it happened to them. Now the history posts are the most glaring example of these, but they do it with other topics too. The contenders for the top three would be history, dark humor, and dating. But it's not just those topics. They do this technique with topics such as video games, baking, and even housekeeping. You've seen alt-right housekeeping and baking accounts on TikTok and YouTube. They just call themselves trad wives. Presenting themselves with a really dressed up 50s aesthetic and talking about the great life of being a stay-at-home mom. Now there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home parent or a house spouse in any way. And there are many perfectly fine and amazing house spouse and stay-at-home parent cooking, cleaning, and baking accounts on all of social media. And that's the point. They can blend in and slowly leak out the talks of traditional values and roles. So it doesn't matter the subject of the content. So if you're seeing content and something seems weird, while you're wondering why would they do that, that doesn't fit in with what they're already doing, and something seems off, chances are it is. And you may have just found an opening of a pipeline. 